All right, welcome back friends to I Feel That. We are so excited to have you today and we are gonna be diving into the best and the worst parts of being in your 20s. One of the things we wanted to focus on with this podcast is just um, how being in your 20s is kind of an extreme sport. And today we just thought we'd go through some of the best and the worst parts, whether you're in your 20s or if you've gone past that phase, I'm sure you can relate. Carol, let's let's get into it. What do you think is the best part of being in your 20s? Yeah, so being, we're each 24 and 23 years old, um, I feel like we have a decent amount of experience in this. So one of the best things I think that you learn in your 20s is you realize that no one else has any idea what's going on between like uh, taxes, insurance, um, work, jobs, what they want to do with their lives. Everybody's kind of just living with their experiences and like trying to learn new ways to go about their life and I feel like when we were younger we didn't really that that wasn't really voiced to us it was more this pressure of having to figure out what's going on and what you want to do with your life even though you're so young at like 18 and but there's so much pressure put on you to figure it all out and then I kind of feel betrayed because nobody told me that Nobody has any idea what's going on. That is so true. I was thinking about this the other day. Just basically the scammery that's going on because I remember being maybe like 14 and I thought when I was 20, I'm like, yeah, I will probably be like on my way to be finished with college. Like I'll I'll know exactly what I want to do in my career. Probably going to be engaged or something. Um, and, you know, some people do end up taking that path but I think we get so sucked into this idea that there'll be certain milestones we hit by the time we're in our 20s and then you hit 23 like me or 24 and you start to feel like you're running out of time which is just so funny because you're still so young. Yeah and I feel like our media has a lot to do with that because when you're younger that's one of the main influences on you besides like your parents or your friends and so I mean especially when we were growing up it was everywhere that people would have their uh stuff figured out by the time that they were in their 20s like all these like coming of age movies or even just like Instagram everybody seemed like they figured it out they had a life experience in their teenage years and then they figured it out And here I am, like, also feeling like I'm running out of time because I thought I would have it figured out, and I don't. And it's nice to realize that nobody really does. That's so true. I always think it's funny, like, once in a great while, I I don't want to exaggerate, but once in a great while, someone will say, like, oh, I feel like you're really on top of things and you have things figured out. And I'm like, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um... (laughs) Couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> I mean, don't get us wrong. We do figure things out and go with the flow and have plans, but I just think it's a little overhyped sometimes. Yeah. And I think that almost leads to like one of the worst parts of being in your 20s, too, is you just have all these expectations, and then all of a sudden you're kind of finding really who you are outside of like. 
outside of school or maybe if you had a job right outside of high school you're finding who you are outside of that environment and it can be a lot to navigate exactly I feel like when we were in high school we didn't really have enough time to figure out who we were or we were so influenced by the environment and the people around us that we couldn't figure out who we were who we are so in your 20s you're kind of given this freedom of and this time to figure it out and i think that's overwhelming for a number of people so i think that freedom is a good and bad thing yeah i was gonna say that's almost like the best and the worst part is you have now all this freedom to explore life but it's almost like you're so overwhelmed because you're like i don't even know what path to take I think even while I was in college, I would chat with people sometimes and they would tell me what career they're going into. And I'm like, I have honestly never even heard of that. And you feel overwhelmed by not even knowing what all the options are that are out there. And it can almost lead to this feeling of like, I don't know, for me, it's kind of felt like I'm wasting potential options because I'm just not even aware of what's all out there. Exactly. I think that that's something that's a definite hard part about your 20s and just life in general. This overwhelming amount of options. I think about Trader Joe's and how they've tackled this. Like everybody loves Trader Joe's, right? But like there's some serious psychology behind why we like Trader Joe's. And it's because we're, we're given options, but we aren't given so many options that it's overwhelming. And So when you go to other grocery stores, sometimes I feel like people get really overwhelmed and then choose something that they may not have really liked. And I think that's what people do with life, or I definitely did with life. I just chose something because there was so much that I didn't know about, and there was, I knew there was so many options, but nobody really told me specifics about these options, and I felt like I didn't have time to really dive into all of the options that I had. That makes so much sense because I've had so many times as an adult where I felt like almost a sense of of failure if I feel like I didn't do the best that I could at, at picking an option. Like just as an example, going to college, you are constantly weighing, was it worth the price? Was this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this something that... I could have chosen a better path and been happier if I would have done. And you're just kind of in this, this like frame of mind where it's, it's almost as though you feel disappointed in yourself, even though you're, you're getting upset over something that hasn't happened yet. It's like the potential of something not working out is what's getting you upset. Exactly. And I think that really comes with those overwhelming amount of options. On the same note, things that are hard in your 20s are realizing that after your 21st birthday, birthdays get kind of depressing. Like there aren't that many milestones that are like happy, like turning 18 and is great because it's like you're a legal adult. 16 was fun because you can drive um, and like 20 was kind of fun and then 21 of course is when you can drink here in America and then after that it's a little bit boring 
Yeah, I kept seeing all these posts on Facebook about, am I aging myself by saying I still use Facebook? But <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think everybody keeps it just a little bit. <laughs> um, but I was looking at all these these posts and people were talking about how turning 23 is so depressing because 22 people are always like they have the cutesy little like Taylor Swift lyrics on their birthday that they post. And 23, it's like you're kind of hitting that like I call it like real adult territory. Like people expect just you to have things a little bit more sorted out like when you're 20 I think the mindset is like they're so young they just turned 20 um in 23 they're like you're an adult now you gotta get this stuff figured out kind of attitude I don't know if that makes sense exactly but I think with that a positive thing is I feel more prepared for the world because I've had so many more life experiences like compared to when I was 18 trying to figure everything out, I didn't have a lot to like reference, but now I've had so many different jobs and I've been to college and different schools. So, you know, just the time that I've had to process life has really benefited me. And I think that's a real positive, especially because in your 20s, you can experiment a little bit more with Uh, life and what you want to do. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Compared to just being in high school, I think with age kind of comes that confidence to just go for it and do something and not be afraid to say you don't know. This is so random, but I remember I was trying to find a new accountant just because with starting my business and scaling things up a little bit, it's just way easier to have an accountant work on all of your documents and things and I remember calling three different accounting offices and I'm like I'm just gonna be honest I don't even know what to ask I'm just really looking for an accountant and this is what I do and this is the kind of paperwork that I have and I think even though I was kind of embarrassed to be like I absolutely have no idea what I'm doing it feels good to to go that route rather than I think if I would have had that same issue when I was like 17 or 18 I would have probably had the mindset of like I can figure this out myself or tried to to play it off differently and I would have never got the results I wanted yeah that definitely makes sense I think I think that goes along with being able to tackle more things not being so timid or like thinking you need to figure it out yourself like reaching out for help, I guess. Like I'm less embarrassed for for asking for help. I'm not, I mean, not fully. I mean, like I still struggle with some things here and there, but less so because there isn't as much of a stigma of needing to kind of figure it out all by myself. Yeah, and just with other things in general too. I know we were just talking about this earlier. I'm so much less embarrassed of just like regular things too, being an adult now. Like, I know you had talked about feeling like you always had to straighten your hair when you were in, like, middle school and high school because um, you just didn't want to, like, embrace your natural hair. And I think there's so many instances like that where in school maybe I was, like, embarrassed to dress a certain way because of what someone might say about it. And now, just being an adult, you're kind of over that fear and, like, sense of embarrassment almost. Yeah, kind of, like... I don't really care as much what other people 
think to an extent like in high school I really did care about my appearance and like I still do to this day like I uh, value looking nice on certain occasions but it was really such something that I really was concerned with in high school and I think that teenage girls are and so I did I have kind of like natural wavy curly hair and I straightened it so much so that people thought I had naturally straight hair and I'm glad I just kind of grew out of that phase of caring and really caring what people thought of me and my appearance and more embracing myself and I think with that people respect me more and respect the confidence I have in myself. Yeah, I think that's so true. And that's probably one of the best parts of of growing up and just being in your 20s is like you're finally starting to find that confidence, or at least for me, that's when I finally started to find that confidence and not feel so much pressure. I think when you're in high school, you're in such a like a confined environment that you're kind of just adapting to whatever other people think is cool or whatever other people try and do. I mean, if you look at high schoolers, a lot of the times they all kind of tend to dress the same as their friends or look the same as their friends even. And I think that's just because a lot of them aren't as confident yet to fully break out of that. Yeah, and I think being surrounded by that like environment of people too kind of really pressures well puts a lot of pressure on teenagers which is kind of crazy in my mind because it really doesn't allow them to like self-growth uh kind of like we were talking about earlier like it there's this pressure just I don't know makes them conform and definitely made me conform to be like my friends and not really step out of the box that was given to us Yeah, that's so true. I do think one of the things that's a little bit harder, though, being outside of that school environment now is just trying to make friends as an adult. I don't know about you, but I think it can be a lot trickier because you're not necessarily in an environment where you're always like around people your age or around people with your same interests. Yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with that because we're becoming more career oriented or relationship oriented in our 20s so people aren't as concerned or have maybe have time for friendships where they're making time for other things and right being surrounded by uh, your friends every day is a lot easier uh, when you're in high school yeah that's something that i'm actively trying to work on is just being more open to the idea of being able to make new friends as an adult whether it just be through jobs or through other means, I think it's really important to leave space for that because even if you have a well-established group of friends, only positive things and growth can come from being surrounded by new people and new ideas. Yeah, and I think in the day and age of the internet, we're becoming more aware of that. Uh, I think for a period of time we were... Uh, becoming less connected to each other through our phones because everyone's on their phones and not really connecting to each other in a personal way. So I feel like there's more and more people realizing that, hey, these 
personal connections are something that we really need as human beings and are opening up more to that idea of making time for meaningful new friendships. Yeah, and I love the idea of, um, I think when you are making friends as an adult, even though it is a little bit harder, a lot of times it will be people that are genuinely drawn to you because you have the same interests and not necessarily by proximity and just being close to people. So I think that even though I don't find myself making as many friends as when I was in maybe middle school or high school, they're a lot more meaningful and impactful friendships versus just having a large quantity of friends. Yes, that is definitely a big factor in friendships in your 20s. And I think that's a very good point for and a reason why people should definitely branch out to make more friendships uh, in their 20s. I think another really interesting relationship in your 20s is with your parents. Some people are still living at home. Some people have their first apartment. And maybe you're relying on your parents a little bit more to kind of fill you in on some of the information or... Um, if you're still living with them, you're kind of hoping they still provide with, like for you, but you're kind of trying to balance providing for yourself as well at the same time. Yeah, and I think people really get caught up when they're teenagers in this idea of having a, an amazing, beautiful apartment and forget or don't see that sometimes it's not as pretty. Or I remember moving into my apartment and, like, being kind of upset that I couldn't afford something nicer when I've been shown all this time, like, all these people with these really cool apartments and living with their best friends, and that's obviously not always the case. When I look back on my first apartment, I just remember being so discouraged because no one had ever really told me how much the expected income level is. I think in Wisconsin, at least your apartment's supposed to be no more than 30% of your income for them to accept your application. And I just remember being a super broke college student and feeling really discouraged that I wasn't making the thousands of dollars needed to get like a really nice apartment or even honestly a pretty average apartment. It was just way out of reach at the time. I think everybody talks about this, but insurance and taxes, I just feel like I was not prepared for. Um, I also don't understand insurance as much as I would like to, but I think everybody has that problem. I definitely relate. It would have been September of 2019 when Caleb and I bought our house, and tell me why in school they did not explain like home insurance and how all of that works. It's just so wild to me. And then on top of that, I don't know if this is everywhere or if it's just a U.S. thing, but if you get a mortgage and you don't pay down a certain percentage, you also have mortgage insurance, which you need to factor into your expenses. And just all of those things are kind of unexpected expenses that just pop up. And I'm just completely mind blown that no one ever thought to teach this in school. Yeah. Speaking of unexpected things, I think about how I never thought about how in shape I was in high school. I, or like how I didn't need to maintain it 
as much when I was in high school, whereas now you like actively have to make a conscious effort to work out or it just like doesn't stick or like the uh, active body that you have will get like deteriorated more so in your 20s. Um, and I'm sure it gets worse in your 30s and 40s, but it was just something I didn't really think about beforehand. I didn't really think about making time for until I was in my 20s. Right. I think when you're in school, you have such a routine and like a lot of people are involved in sports. I know after school, I would go straight to gymnastics practice and we do a ton of conditioning. And because it's practice for your sport, you didn't really even have to think about it. But now as an adult, um, you basically, for a lot of people, spend most of your day maybe at your desk or at your job. And I would say on, on average, most people's jobs are either sitting or standing and doing like some light walking around versus, you know, the intensity of doing sports in high school. Exactly. So I think a lot of people uh, face that challenge when they get out into the quote unquote real world. And yeah, you just have to make so much more of an effort. I mean, unless you're someone that's really into running, a lot of people have to also factor in paying for gym memberships or maybe paying for workout classes. And I think that creates like another barrier almost where it makes working out more of something that you have to think about and and focus on as an adult versus when you're younger and it just happens so naturally with sports or, you know, when you're a little kid, you're running around with your friends. With all of that being said and all these pros and cons kind of in mind, you know what, I think I would give my 20s maybe a 7.5 out of 10. What about you, Carol? Yeah, I think I'd give it an 8. I would definitely recommend living through your 20s. I think it's a fun time to experience and enjoy, and I think a lot of people would agree. Let us know, what do you guys rate being in your 20s? If Uh, you have lived through it. Right, if you guys are in your 20s, which according to our analytics, most of you guys are. Um, But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you'll join us next week for our next conversation.